Rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Turn my music high, 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 yeah. Sure I do. I'm from the streets where the hood swallow on me. Bullets will follow on me. There's so much coke that you can run the slalom. The cops comb this shit top to bottom. They say that we are prone to violence, but it's home sweet home. With personalities clashing, chrome meets chrome. The coke prices up and down like this Wall Street home. But this is worse than the Dow Jones. Your brains are now blown all over that brown brome. One slip, you are now gone. Welcome to hell where you are welcome to sell. But when the shells come, you better return them. All scars, we earn them. All cars, we learn them like the back of our hand. We watch for cops hopping out the back of van. Wear a G on my chest, I don't need that for damn. This ain't a sewn outfit, Holmes Holmes is about it. Was clapping them flamers before I became famous. For playing me, y'all shall forever remain nameless. I am home. Sure I do. I tell you the difference between me and them. They trying to get they ones. I'm trying to get them M's. One million, two million, three million, four. In just five years, 40 million more. You are now looking at the 40 million boy. I'm raping Def Jam till I'm the 100 million man. R-O-C. That's where you're wrong. I came into Good morning, Aurora. How you guys doing? Wake up, up your wake. It is now 8 o'clock a.m. on Thursday, the 25th, 2020, and you're tuned in to Good Morning Aurora, Aurora's first podcast for local news, culture, art, food, everything you need to know about what's going on in Aurora, downtown Aurora, Aurora proper. Shout out to North Aurora. And in the vein of shouting out North Aurora, I'd like to say shout out to Mocha. Mocha Coffee doing their thing. Good friend of mine works there. Shout out, Isabel. So just wanted to uh, throw that in there. So we've got a new show for you guys today, a little bit of a different show. Yesterday was Wellness Wednesday, and it went fantastic. Um, We spoke to Mr. Haley, or uh, our co-host Big Sal spoke to Mr. Haley, and uh, it was a really great interview. Check it out, Wellness Wednesday. Uh, Definitely motivating and a way to shake off some of that dust, mental and physical. So we'll be talking to our co-host Big Sal today, and we'll be learning a lot um, about Italian culture and definitely featuring and shouting out an Italian restaurant by the name of Tufano's. Um, So we'll be getting into that early today at 8.15. What I am going to do is give the news and all that good stuff and let you guys know about what's going on. Uh, We'll do that quick today, but first, I would be remiss without shouting out my boy NTE behind the board. Shout out Nico Mode. All right, coming to you live from Gremlin Studios. So, Saturday the 27th, I've been telling you, and I'm going to tell you again, Amvet's Rib Night Part 2. Please come out and support that. Uh, for $15, you get a half rack of ribs, you get baked beans, coleslaw as well. All of the proceeds go to benefit local area veterans. Um, that is a great initiative. They cook really good over there, so please holler at them. We've also got a lot of other good stuff coming up as well. Um, So tomorrow, there is the culinary demo with Chef Jasper Juarez of Mancook, and that's for Foodie Friday. Uh, Online, Aurora Public Art Online, 
and that is from 1 o'clock to 1.30 p.m., okay? This weekend is also very big because guess what returns to Water Street Square? Can you guess? I'll give you a hint. It's the oldest farmer's market in the entire state of Illinois. That's right. The Aurora Farmer's Market. Hey. Until we get the clap button, all claps are live. Uh, yeah, they, it returns um, this Saturday, and the weather's supposed to be pretty nice. So please come out and holler at them. It'll be from 8 a.m. till noon. And there is a Warehouse 55 tag sale. From 10 o'clock a.m. to 5 p.m. Warehouse 55 is at 55 South Lake Street. And um, if you've never been to, I've never been to Warehouse 55, but I have seen millions of pictures of it on the gram and all that, like online, because that's just where I be. Uh, yeah, it looks really nice. So shout out to Warehouse 55. I will come and see you, holler at you, shop with you, and all that good stuff. All right. There's also the Wickwood House Deck Sale Holla at 14 West Downer Place, uh, right next door to Treadwell, and right next door to All Spoked Up is Wickwood House. They got the deck sale going on. That's from 11 o'clock a.m. to 4 o'clock p.m. So holler at them. Shout out Wickwood. You know, um, you want to know something cool, like the, the deck of Wickwood is connected to Treadwell. So you can holler at TW for the coffee, and then you go to Wickwood for the sale. Oh, you like that. You like it. All right. And then there's also, this is cool, there's live music on the deck, and that will be from noon to 2 p.m., and that's on Saturday as well, and that's at Treadwell Coffee. So you see how the deck, right? It's like, what? Wickwood House? Um, Treadwell Deck? Same day, like damn near the same time. Who knew? Yes. But yes, there will be live music on the deck. And one of our great friends, friend from the show, shout out Maribel Skipworth Music. Yes, she'll be there performing. Shout out Maribel Skipworth. So um, now, in addition to that, we are going to talk about the uh, COVID-19 totals. Sadly, the time is now 8.05 a.m. Sadly, um, COVID-19 is... On the rise in primarily southern states. Um, many people are speculating why that is. But we don't speculate on Good Morning Aurora. It's not even that kind of show. At least not today. Not yet. Um, at cdc.gov, which is the website for the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Um, as of this moment, there are 2,336,000. 615 total cases of COVID-19 in the United States with 121,117 total deaths. Now that is an increase of 34,313 new cases and an increase of 784 new deaths compared to yesterday's data. Um, and the website breaks down the COVID-19 data in many different ways such as by state and county, you enter in your state, it'll show you the deaths by county, new cases by day, cases by age, cases by race and ethnicity, and cases and deaths among healthcare personnel. As of this moment, there are 84,557 cases among healthcare personnel of COVID-19 in the United States, with 469 uh, deaths among healthcare personnel for COVID, well, with COVID-19 in the United States. Um, so please take it very seriously. We are still 
in the uh, throes of a pandemic. So let's not get complacent in the very least. Uh, please continue to follow guidelines, social distancing, what have you. All right. Um, McCarty Mills opens today, Thursday through Friday, 4 to 8, Saturday, 2 o'clock to 8 o'clock, and then Sunday from noon to 6, open for outdoor seating, call-in, and online order uh, if you want to. McCarty Mills, uh, located at 140 South River Street, Suite 108 in Aurora. They're right across from um, the uh, my people's Aurora Public Library. So shout out McCarty Mills. And uh, yeah, holler at them. Holler at the boys. They got like a pretzel or something. They got like a, a pretzel and you sprinkle, or it's like strawberry sauce. Something of that nature. Um, I see it. I'm going to holler at you, McCarty Mills. All right. Um, also, another thing that we must talk about is that there is there is free food uh, uh, in two places. Free food is being distributed on Monday via the city of Aurora, Alderman Ted Masiakos, and um, other Aurora area, um, you know, companies like Marie Wilkinson's taking part. Uh, oh, that's who it is, the Northern Illinois Food Bank. That's right. Uh, on Monday the 29th at Phillips Park. We posted that yesterday. We're going to post it again today for you guys and let you know about that because that is a very positive thing, as you guys know. Um, ending hunger to the extent that we can is a priority and a goal. So, you know, please shout out the city of Aurora for that. It's a pop-up food pantry uh, from 9 until 11.30 a.m. at Phillips Park. Take up free groceries. That's it. Um, Northern Illinois Food Bank, the city of Aurora, the Quad County Urban League, Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry, and Ward 3 Alderman Ted Masiakos. Um, so, yeah. Cars must enter the park on Smith Boulevard at Fifth Avenue, Phillips Park. Uh, and that's taking place Monday the 29th. Uh, East Aurora School District, shout out East Aurora School District. Uh, they have free meals for students. We posted that this morning, but you can go take a look on our Facebook page or the East Aurora School District's uh, website and Facebook page. So today, Thursday from 9 a.m. to noon, uh, there will be free food to pick up. For students at Benavides Steam Academy, 250 East Indian Trail Road, Allen Elementary at 700 South Farnsworth, Cowherd Middle School at 441 North Farnsworth Avenue, and East Aurora High School at 500 Tomcat Lane. So, well, door one at uh, Benavides, door eight at Allen, door three at Cowherd, and uh, East Aurora, door eight. Yep, the time is now 8.10 a.m. And at 8.15, for, you, for those of you just tuning in, we will be talking to Big Sal, learning about uh, Tufano's Restaurant. So we'll be speaking on some food and things like that. We'll also be uh, learning about Italian culture. So shout out to all the Italians out there. It's your day, baby. It's your day. Well, at least it's your morning. That's for sure. But we're going to make it your day. That's what we're going to do. We are going to do that. All right. The uh, Invest Aurora has a Restore Aurora Business Relief Program financial assistance to offset clean and rebuilding costs. Excuse me, cleanup and rebuilding costs. It'll support recovering businesses in Aurora and North Aurora. It's funded through community-based donations, and a list of qualifications can be found at investaurora.org/restore. Um, so you can apply for funding in the Restore Aurora Business Relief Program. Applications must be submitted by July third. Applications are available, again, at investaurora.org slash restore. You can call Invest Aurora at 630-256-3161. 
and this is in coordination and conjunction with the Quad County African American Chamber of Commerce, the Aurora Regional Chamber of Commerce, and the Aurora Regional Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. You know what I just thought about? Like, you got the Quad County African American Chamber of Commerce, the Aurora Regional Chamber of Commerce, and the Aurora Regional Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Why wouldn't they just all be in the same chamber of commerce? Anyway, the time is now 8.12 a.m. See, that's the danger of people like me talking to people like you on the radio. We rant. Well, it's not the radio, it's a podcast, but we, you know, right? Like if, mm, I don't know, that just hit me. And it hit me like live. That's why I could never be on TV or something like that. That'd be bad. All right. Now, on Monday, it doesn't look like it's been canceled. It may actually happen. Dollar Classic Movie Monday is Hairspray. Um, now, typically, that's been held at the Paramount Theater. You pay a dollar just to go see the movie, but the bar is open right there. You know, you get you a little, I don't know about y'all, but you know, you get a little, little Remy and Coke or something like that. Take that back to your seat, you know, and chill out. Man, that's so cool. The last movie I saw for Dollar Movie Monday, shout out to Paramount Theater, shout out to uh, my boy Joel. Um, the last movie I saw for Dollar Movie Monday was, I think, Stripes, which was a really good movie. And strangely enough, even though having been in the military, you know, I had not seen Stripes before that, and that was like a long time ago. That's crazy, right? The time is now 8.13 a.m. All right, so there was a standoff in Aurora yesterday. I don't know if you guys know. Uh, the police were, were called, or excuse me, the police were responding to um, reports of shots fired. They got there, and there was a, uh, the, the shots being fired, there was a man who was apparently trying to destroy a car in a driveway. Uh, but by the time police got to the location where he most likely was, he had boarded himself up in a house and was refusing to come out. Uh, the standoff did end after eight hours, and he was taken into custody. Uh, yeah, Aurora is in the news, and I don't like that it's in the news for that. So that's not good at all. All right. So we'll be talking to um, Big Sal. Oh, but one more thing before we go at the moment. I have to tell you to please, 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 whatever you do, support your local girl gang. I always wanted to say that on the radio. All right, I'm done. Sal, what up? Good morning, good morning, good morning. How you feeling? How are you? I'm good, my brother. I'm good. I'm doing good. That's what's up. Yeah, man, getting the day going. Bye. Came by to the kiddos before we head out the door, you know what I mean? Right. Remember what it's worth. Remember what all this work is, is for, right? Right, the fam. That's right, man, that's right. What's going on with you this morning? Always so, 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 so much going on. Yeah, there is, man. I'm going to, um, I'm going to, so we got, next week we got a lot of good interviews coming up. A lot of strong, strong, strong interviews coming up. I mean, just watch. It's, it's about to go down. Um, but yeah. but uh, 
I wanted to take today to learn about Tufanos. Now, you and I had talked about this, um, and I wanted to ask you, this this podcast today will have a little bit of a of a good somber side because I'd like to know your opinions as well about uh, Christopher Columbus. And I don't yep. want, you know, and I feel that the best way to have dialogue and discussion is to make both sides available to present their point. And I never knew your 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 thoughts. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'd be, I'd be kind of happy. You know, I mean, I think that let's, there's... Let's do, uh, let's do two finals first, though. Sure. Okay. So, Tufano's Bernard Bartap. Um, I'm fourth generation there. When uh, my great-grandparents, we call the Big Mama, when they came, uh, immigrated from Italy, uh, from a town... Uh, outside of Naples, Italy, where I have some family still to this day. Um, they came here, and it was uh, pretty early, so there was the Depression. So, you know, kind of being in, you know, the neighborhood. The neighborhoods, you know, kind of for immigrants back then, from what I hear, was it like, you know, it was just the ghetto, it was just, it was like, here's the Poles, here's the Irish, here's the Italians, here's the African Americans, here's the... You know, so there was a lot of that. And, um, you know, my, I heard a lot of uh, stories. So anyway, the final started, it was a bakery. Uh, one of the first, uh, you know, families around Chicago to kind of bring pizza to the area. And there was a bakery on the other side of the street. So right now where the is, it's right by UIC Pavilion okay. um, in Little Italy. And so it didn't, the neighborhood didn't used to look like that neighborhood used to be more rows of houses, more blocks of houses, but UIC came in and made it beautiful, but it also cut the heart out of the Italian neighborhood as well. Um, the, the Italians were getting a little bit too much influence, and then, well, you know, then things happened. So anyway, there was problems uh, within that community, you know. Um, I think anyone who's seen The Godfather, especially Godfather Part 1, where, you know, a lot of Italians, you know, kind of preyed on their own neighborhoods. And that happened to my family. There was a bakery, and I guess there was the local, you know, outfit that, you know, wanted protection. And I guess my great-grandpa wouldn't pay it. They blew it up. Blew the restaurant straight up with all the stuff in there. And so then they rebuilt across the street uh, where the restaurant still is today. And uh, for a long time, the kitchen was in my great-grandma's house. And there was a little little window that the food would get cooked and pushed through. It was like a, almost more like a club or a hangout than a restaurant. And my grandfather, who passed away when he passed it down to my uncle, my uncle, um, took it, put outdoor dining, and got it on dive, diners, drive-ins, and dives, and, you know, became a, uh, a staple in, you know, Chicago's Little Italy. Wow, that's, um, that's impressive. So, um, now, was this on Taylor? Okay. So it's a block south of Harrison, and the address is uh, 1073 West Vernon Park. You would miss it. There's not a sign out there. There's the valet when you pull up. It's got that uh, that old school that old school feel. And yeah, I know that neighborhood. Know. Yeah, it's there's not. I yeah. mean, you ain't gonna see no signs for stuff like that. Nope, nope, nope. But you know, they. I know some of the you know the the Italians in the neighborhood have some apprehension about what the university has done there, but. Honestly, they've made it beautiful. There's some beautiful fields and, um, 
you know, restaurants that your max where Max Lusher used to be. So, uh, you know, that's plus and minus. But it's, uh, you know, my family's literally running. I remember being a kid and going in there in the morning when my aunts would be making the, uh, you know, making the raviolis and, you know, making the gravy. We could, you know, we call the sauce gravy. I would call it tomato sauce, tomato sauce. We call it gravy. It's like an art. It's like a joke amongst uh, uh, Italians. Some call it gravy. Some, some call it sauce. And it's like uh, kind of a cultural inside joke, if you will. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what's up. I like that. Yeah. Um, hold on, but you now you mentioned that um, the university was not happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, or you said that the, the university it's made the, the university made changes. A lot of changes. Yeah. So the, rest, the, the where the restaurant sits, it overlooks the UIC Pavilion parking lot. But those were houses, and um, it was part of the Italian neighborhood, and then that got. You know, there's plenty of theories as to why that happened. Uh, you know, especially with. You know, you, you look into mafia lore and things like that. Um, you can, you know, make your own kind of assumptions and how it goes. But it's, uh, you know, it's a beautiful neighborhood. I have lived over there and uh, you know, great Italian lemonade, great restaurants. But, you know, some of those restaurants got hurt recently over uh, through this pandemic. And most of the same with the city. But, you know, my, my uncle at the finals, he's, uh, you know, adapted. that got the outside seating and carry out delivery things that you never thought a 95 96 year old restaurant would have to be learning new tricks but they're they're doing it it's like that yeah it's like that but that's that's good on them you know like like dave Chappelle said on you know what it was that wu-tang financial you got to diversify your bonds you know you got to diversify your bonds wu-tang is forever wu-tang is forever um what is so if um what's on to finals menu that you just have to try Interesting. What's your favorite dish? You know, I like chicken piccante. It's got pine nuts. It's got a bread, and it's uh, you know, it, I don't know. It just like pizza together with a little little bit of angel hair and dip the bread in it. You know, you, you think of sitting in your big sitting in big mama's kitchen watching her cook. Man, I um. Well, that's the thing. You know, you mentioned that. Now, look, when you mention that, I understand that because, like. I come from that era where, like, you know, Big Mama, who maybe is not, it's she's all wisdom. You know what I'm saying? When I was when I was young, my grandmother was already in her 70s. You know, so like she, it was just all old school with her. Everything was old school. Like the music was old school. The furniture was old school. Life was old school. She's cooking old school. She's got a tub of lard right there. You know what I'm saying? 
fuck the health department. Honest, you like, know, yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot healthier to cook with lard than some of the stuff that they be cooking with. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, uh, yeah. So I remember that. I remember Good Morning uh, or a General Hospital. All my children. Oh yeah. You know, playing on yeah. the playing on the TV and she's <laughs> cooking. Yeah, all those meals, man. That's right. good stuff. Yeah, my aunt. I remember watching my aunt, um, you know, making her gravy with the lard. I'm eating, you know, you, it's the best. You know, it's the best. But isn't this an example for the for the listeners to see? Like, you know, when you see, if you want to see different, look at two dudes that are talking right now with very similar situations because at the core of it, we're mammals, right? We right. To the older mammals to guide us. We, look, we just, that's part of what's made our species thrive over the last little bit. And it's just like, if we increase, like, the thriving of humanity at 1-2%, that's a big deal. You know, with everything that kind of kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with, you know, living on this planet. That's true. Very true. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, in that vein, now, we, yeah. uh, we've, we've noticed... That we're we're living in different times socially as a people, a lot of angst and anger going on, and that's been turned into uh, the taking down of statues. One of which uh, on the on the the uh, list has been Christopher Columbus. Um, yep. Forgetting all about should his statue be removed or not, forgetting all about a statue, what does yep. Christopher Columbus mean? to you and like a person like your dad, your grandma. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, again, I always say like, you know, I'm, I always am the gray and the black and white matter. So when, you know, how Christopher Columbus is to me, you know, especially as, you know, an Italian American and, you know, uh, we, we look at it, you know, it's kind of a symbol, um, of, Italian's triumph in America. Mm-hmm. So little known because the fucking mafia cracked skulls. Um, you know that the prejudice that Italian Americans faced when they came to this country, and it's one of those things that you know you 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 wouldn't look at it as the same as like you know it, it, it may be in other ways, but there was a significant amount that Italian Americans had to deal with from the term "lop" and "greaseball" and uh, that's affected me as, you know, okay, it was jokes, you know, it was jokes when I was on the baseball team and young, or, you know, they make, you know, people would make comments here and there, you know, that were, that, that I think I'm, I'm almost thankful for that because, you know, it, it's allowed me to empathize more, I think, than other people with, you know, things going on in this, you know, with, with everything that's going on, especially the George, George Floyd, which is just a laundry list of a million other things having to do with the criminal justice system that I feel I've been able to have a perspective on. But the problem with where Italian-Americans will be angry is not that they, I don't think, are willing to accept some of the things that Christopher Cohen did. To really be honest, too, you know, to the victor goes the spoil. So, you know, the winner of history writes history. There was that one person who was teleported back into time to look at what Christopher Columbus did, the exact situation with the Native Americans, and, and said, right? We can speculate. There's passed down history. There's written in oral history that has come down through it. Again, at the end of the at the end of the day, really, no one knows. Just like no one knows if there's really a God. No one knows if there's you know if, if it's a guy in a white beard sitting on a cloud, or 
you know, if we were, you know, created as a story in the Bible or if it was a series of evolution. Like, everyone can speculate, right? But there's no one that can say 100%, I've been there, I see this shit, right? Right. So, what, what I think the anger will be, now, there will be misguided Hey, I don't know if you ever seen the movie Bronx Tale. Have you ever seen the movie of Bronx Tale? Come on, Bronx man, Tale? that's my that's my joint. Colosio. Oh, my, my favorite. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, and so it's it's almost like you see that in that movie per se. You know, you see the the tension between African Americans and Italian Americans, but really in the same boat. Both Italian Americans and African Americans are fighting kind of to, to legitimize themselves in American culture, right? Like, there's plenty of Italian-Americans who consider themselves, or are looked upon in this culture as white. But it's like, I'm going to tell you something, when I go, you know, after the summer, my, my mom in the summer, like, that, that's not the color of the skin. It's not white, you know? And, and it's, it's, it's a different rate. You know what I'm saying? It's a different form. So, but, there has been some, whatever, it was the mafia's influence, if it was that just, you know, because Italian-Americans tear themselves down a lot. We call them spot goals. Like, you know, there's a lot of envy, a lot of jealousy. Like, oh, I want to have the, you know, the gold chain and the, the but again, across all cultures. But, but right. I was always thought that because of that tendency within Italian-Americans is one of the reasons they get Italian-Americans haven't advanced further in this country, right? Right. You know what I mean? Because, you know, so there was, there was a level back then of assimilation into American culture. Right, where when you came here, you you were you were expected to assimilate to what was going on here, and I think now the disconnect with the boomers and the younger generation is because it appears to people that those knowing what their grandparents or some of their parents had to do to then provide a life for themselves, and then they, they see things like this, like you're tearing down a, a, a statue of Christopher Columbus. Hey, how about you know head of who's ever organizing these teardowns of these statues call. Uh, sons and daughters of Italy, or call some of these Italian American organizations that have fought three projects to this day uh, that, that are still watchdogs for the Italian com- American community. Instead of okay, instead and, and maybe ask why that you know because that's what I think Christopher Columbus is where the anger is going to come. It's the it's the person that that, that Italian Americans in this were able to look at that was like at a George Washington type of level, right? If it was like the Italian Americans who were Boston and Dagos and da 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 with the, you know, quote unquote northern northern European white people who treated them like garbage, you know, because they were here first. And like some of the people that really gave the Italian Americans a lot of crap knew the language, knew the English language and the Italian Americans did it. And so there was a lot of, of you know, where couldn't have these types of jobs or Italian Americans could only do these types of jobs or they wouldn't hire Italian Americans.
you know, from the Italian American neighborhoods or from, you know, from Italy themselves, you know, to kind of, kind of gauge and, and, and center how I would respond to it. So, you know, I, I really think that that's why there will be tension. Right. You know, because it, 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 this, it not talking, because I mean, I remember when I first, you know, kind of started to learn about the, you know, what Christopher Columbus did, what, what, what the thing is, and, you know, hearing various points on, you know, how things go, how they, you know, and, and now kind of stating that, like, you know, okay, wow, like, that's something, like, I would really like to see that, but I don't think those actions mean that to the Italian-Americans, in a way, like, they're not like, oh, yeah, we should just absolutely ravage these people and take this land and all this different stuff, where it's more like, okay, like, there's an amicable way to say, hey, we're a group, we're offended by this Christopher Columbus statue, but it does have some cultural significance. Now, people, I, I think people are saying that also for, like, the Confederacy flag, you know, and, and I think that that's, like, that other side of argument, but it's like, I, I don't necessarily know if, it's, if either one is valid, because the injustice that people see or feel from, say, a Christopher Columbus standpoint or, you know, a Confederate standpoint, does that outweigh what it means to Italian-Americans where they don't care. It's almost like the people are going to carry down and wake up, you know, waking up those comfortable people or they're Italian-Americans or people who thought the Confederate flag was okay and that's the only way. So it's like I could see how it's, you know, what it means to Italian-Americans, but there's also maybe another way to dedicate that, you know? Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I'd like to say, though, I'd like to plant this flag at least. Uh, Christopher Columbus does not mean anywhere near, uh, well, if, you know, Christopher Columbus, I think, is far removed from the Confederate flag. So I would like, I'd like any Italian who, could, who would ever listen to this podcast to know that as a brother, I see Christopher Columbus as a far less despicable representation of anything than the confederate flag you know what i'm saying i mean that is that is that's that is that's such a that's such a stretch to me that i would have to check the black person who thought they were synonymous i mean that's that's not they just don't have a there is no comparison the the thing about christopher columbus that you know the thing about Christopher Columbus that stands out from the Confederate flag and all it stands for is that the argument is able to be made that with the exception of captured people and slaves on this sh- in, in, in that kind of shit, like, you know, sailing around the world, sailing for the queen or whatever he was doing for the Spanish crown involved. I mean, you know, ocean exploration is, is not easy. You know, it's 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 not easy. So it, uh, you know, I I I can I would buy the ocean exploration explorer part. I'll buy that for a dollar. I'll buy it for two dollars. But it's it's far less than the arguments you get from the Confederate flag people. Well, it was it's all about states' rights. States' rights to do what? Well, look, it's America's oldest sin. You know, like. That's you know that argument is played out. So I'll buy Christopher Columbus for two bucks. You know what I'm saying? That they're not even the same to me. I'm with you, but so and that brings me kind of full circle to my point, where then the tearing down of that statue in the same vein as the Confederate statues are, 
needs to be looked at, right? Like, kids are not necessarily the same, then they can't, the reaction can't be the same to certain things, right? Like, it's, it's not just, oh, every statue we have to tear it down. It's like, okay. And, and my, yeah, there's no, you know, similarity, but I don't know, maybe some Native Americans think differently. Well, yeah, that's, and that's the, that's the thing, like, that's, now, on their aspect, they probably have a little bit more subject matter to go to, so I'd have to defer, I'd have to defer to them, but, yeah. You know, so it's, it's one of those things where, you know, where, at, like, your initial question of, like, you know, is, how do I feel about them staring down the statue? Well, again, like, is that best for the macro of the movement, right? You know, is that, is that what's really getting these conversations going that people are like, what, you're going to touch a statue? What are you talking about? Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're proud people and they're telling everything. Well, that's waking people up to something, you know? Like, it, it's, otherwise, it's what Brittany said she'd be worried about that it's just going to die down. All right. Yeah, know. no, I if totally... That's where it begs the question that it's, like, a question we have to look at every, almost every day, especially after going to war, like, it, where is this, where is it going? Like, you know, they're not, you know, I haven't, I, I haven't watched a lot of the news, but, like, there's not a lot of press on things. Like, when there's no looting and, and violence, there's not a lot of press to the, to the movement. No, I have, now, see, I, I gotta, I have to disagree, because I have more articles than I can finish. See, here's, that's the difference between media, that's the difference between, that's the difference, that's the difference between, that's the difference between media and news and also what people are looking for in the first place. Because New York Times and Washington Post and Huffington Post and shout out to NPR, they have been doing like actual i mean you got to be a nerd and be willing to read the shit and not just get the quick hits off cnn with the title like they've been doing yeah. great articles detailing like who thomas jefferson was and the numbers of slaves he had and and all those aspects yeah. and when they were erected and what city councils may have been involved and put up funds for it and and what the headlines looked at at the time that these statues were unveiled so yeah there's stuff going on it's just not sexy it's not people throwing bottles, so why would you, you know, hey, but it's out there. You know, it's like Good Morning Aurora, you know what I'm saying? It's like, we doing the dopest shit in the in the whole city, but we're not, you know, the, well, we're not that sexy yet with it, you know what I'm saying? So we getting right. people, right, it's like, it's like underground hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? Like, you want Nas uh-huh. or you want Jay-Z? Right, right. Secret society's trying to keep the eye on you, you know? Right. right. Actually, think that you know it's it's just the cynic it's just the cynical old sailor in me but I actually think that ultimately there is nothing that could be done there is no there's no focus group that could be gathered 
There is no uh, there's no PBS seminar that could be chaired. It doesn't matter if Obama drops in for a speech. There's nothing Oprah can do and no amount of Dr. Phil will help because what we're talking about here are ethnic issues that deal primarily with emotion rather than any semblance of whatever. I think, and this, and I'm not, this is not to diss, but I think the, I'm going to guess that the average Italian sentiment for who Christopher Columbus may be would far outweigh any study done by any research group to figure if there's a way forward and yada, yada, yada. And perhaps that's, perhaps it should be like that. You know, like I said, like I said, when this conversation started, like I want to know what Italians feel about Christopher because I didn't know, you know, it's like it's it's just like there's probably no there's probably no gap. There's probably nothing. There is probably nothing that can be done to assuage the feelings because you're dealing with people who've been just like you said, oral history. Black people are the same exact way. Most black people don't. I'll tell you a black secret. And I, it's shocking, but there's a lot of black people who are skeptical that man walked on the moon. Oh yeah. The conspiracy, the, the the idea that the moon landing could not be true, is alarmingly high among black people, and you know why that is? Because old school grandmas like I had where I was 10 and she was 70 something already like those people who raised me and millions of black people of like my caliber you know my age and like our story like those black people could not believe they they could not fathom forget a black president right I mean we'll get to that next season the right, idea, right, right. the idea that man is walking on the moon. It's I mean, and it's been passed down and passed down and passed down and passed down and 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 that's why in 2020, if you conducted a poll, six out of ten black people would toss healthy skepticism at the thought that man walked on the moon. Hey, I've run down that rabbit hole a few times, too. I mean, Believe me. I, I mean, mean, it, it is. It, it, it is. Oh, my God. I, I'm not going to sit here and say that. Fucking like, black PayPal. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm, I, might, I might be on that train. Man. No, that's all. But, look, I coming from you, coming from you, that doesn't, coming from you, that's different. Because, A, we share ideas. B, yeah. we don't believe anything that we're told just in shit like that. C, we read. We're from a different era. See, my grandma. See, my grandma had not experienced a invasion of Iraq where chemical. Oh, we got chemical weapons, and no, they don't. You know, so. But my grandma is of the Tuskegee experiment age. You know. Yeah, I know. I know. Like my grandma. Yeah, testing on black people. Like, duh. So my grandma knows what's real, but yeah, she can't, you know, walking on the moon, that's, no man's on the moon, you know, like, oh my fucking God. But, and that's the thing about like, that's the thing about these cultural, 
That's the thing about these cultural intimacies that we're talking about. There is probably no, it, there will probably never be a, a kumbaya moment. And that's cool. Maybe, you know, right? You know, you, you brought a kumbaya moment this morning on this podcast. Like, what you did was, and you said the exact same thing I said when I was at this event um, over Christmas. Um, actually, where I met Brittany, it was, it was a tri-chamber uh, event. And it was, you know, the Black County Urban League, the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, and then just the Chamber of Commerce. I'm like, why do they still call, like, why are they separated? <laughs> you know, and yeah. you said that, that's the, you know, and, and you said that, and I, I thought that when I was standing there. I, I thought I was proud to be there and see this, like, type of unity, but I also thought the same thing, like, what, what does that mean? You know? Right. So, I don't know. It's, think uh, about it. You know, so I think you, but I think by... Like I said, this whole time we're doing it, like, it takes a great idea to, you know, make something happen or, or create this that we're saying there's no answer for. Like, you know, maybe it's just these types of conversations. Like, you put that vibration, like, your thought about that situation, you internalize it, and then your throat, you know, like, there's vibration, you know, like, you know, there's air, like, your throat moved and it came out with these words. You created them. Those are real. You know, and people hear this. They might hear this 10 years from now. And, and hear you saying that and look at the damn, like, how does those, those, some things progress? Well, is it just that seed that got planted between two dudes talking on a, you know, morning when they still have, when they get off, still have bills to pay, families to feed, like, right. you know, social situations to do? I guess that what we're being asked to do right now is that, you know, we're here to sit back, like, saying, like, okay, this is how, you know, it's kind of marriage with you, this is how it be. Like, hell, let's fucking yeah, that. And we just keep writing it and we just try to, I don't know. Be compassionate to each other. Right. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. It is uh it is just that's what it's all about. You know. And a brother like me, I'm trying to, you know, well what we're trying to do is uh we're trying to bring people bring people on board, bring people in, widen the sandbox, make the table longer for people, you know what I'm saying? That's what it's all about. That's yeah, all that's, we're that's all we're trying to do. people like oh i want to help people and help people and if you know it's like a failed you know way of just like wanting to better themselves like although we we want this to be a, like anything that benefits to us is like a byproduct of you know the real the real conversation that people can have and really have a voice like for that dude from female to be like you know spitting what he's doing to keep going to like get a brick and mortar shop to like have to get through to have do video like blah 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 like ah like Sew it up, you know? Right. Yeah, nah, word up. I, uh, I'm i feeling that shit, man. I'm feeling it. Yeah, man. Um, well, the time is now 8.46 a.m. Um, you got to go or you got time for one more question? I got one more question. All right. Um, so the, neighbor, um, the neighborhood over there, uh, uh, the little Italy neighborhood or around UIC, yeah. that area and everything. Mm -hmm. um, in other American cities and places, there's there's been a few little Italy's. When I lived in San Diego, there was a little Italy. Um, in your opinion, what makes a little Italy and where else in America is there a good little Italy? Sure, sure. There's a uh... You know, I think Little Italy is like, you know, when you see like Chinatown and, 
these things where you know, they were places that, you know, they people settled or they were either told that they could settle or, you know, and then it kind of trickled down from there. So, you know, in the Italian neighborhood, there's typically uh, you know, social clubs, things along those lines. So I think it's really a lot of it's passed down because the, the, the apartments, the houses, those things get passed down through generations. So um, you'll see a lot of restaurants, you'll see good food, you'll see bocce ball, you'll see these different things that, that you'll see out there, um, a lot of gardens, things like that. So, you know, and there, there's a sense of community. But again, like all of those are kind of like, you know, spreading out of it. New York has an, a Canary Street, I think it is. Uh, in New York, and kind of low-key, a really nice one, and it's not huge, is uh, Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland, Ohio has a, an awesome little Italy. There's a place called Dolce Vita um, that I had a wonderful meal at and was treated very well. It's like a little brick brick, uh, brick street. So, you know, you'll see Italian. I mean, like, even if you if anyone's downtown and they're on Taylor Street, um, go to Carm's for uh, Italian ice or Italian lemonade in the summer or Mario's on Taylor Farms is on, uh, I can't think of which street it's on, but it's closer, it's less of a line, but uh, yeah, so they have them um, in a lot of cities, you know, Youngstown, Ohio, um, I spent time in, has a a great Italian-American population or or area, some of the best Italian food you'll find is in Youngstown, Ohio, let me tell you. (laughs) Youngstown, Ohio, okay. Youngstown, man. The Y-Town. Penguins, baby. Hmm. I got love for the OHIO. Interesting. But, uh, yeah, nor- yeah nor- nor- there's there's some, like, that, my man Archie that I, uh, I'm going to interview on the show. He does this. Uh, he's really speaking out in that Cleveland area for um, his community um, there and the community at large with mental health issues um, in minority communities. And he, I mean, he's a, he's a, that's hip-hop, you know, he's, a, he's an artist. He's a, he's a peel them layers back. And so he does a great, great job up there. And there's a lot of like-minded people. And, you know, we've always been talking since we got done with school that we were going to be bridging a gap, you know, in the Midwest for, uh, you know, these types of ideas to shine. And, um, you know, we did a lot in college with uh, BMF, which is Black Men in the Future, and like my fraternity, which we had, you know, a number of, you know, it was, I mean, I wouldn't even, we wouldn't even think of it, call it like that there was mixed people, but like that what it was, I guess, you know what I mean, like, but we were, of that age, we were actually looking at that, so, but we did a lot of shows together and stuff, and like, yeah, this is the unity that needs to go, and so that's why we've all stayed in touch, um, and, you know, support each other's projects, and, you know, this is another one, which is cool, you know, and it's just, it's that community feel, you know what I mean, like, the American communities, there, there's a lot of love there, um, there, there's a lot of hangouts, a lot of food, a lot of wine, um, but there's a love and a loyalty that's, you know, pretty strong. And you can kind of feel that when you get into the neighborhood. Oh, wow. I didn't know that about um, about Ohio. I've never been to Ohio, ever. Oh, man, that's my spot. I lived there for, well, I thought I was going to be there forever. Stayed at, went to school out uh, in Delaware, Ohio, and was outside of Columbus. And then I lived in Columbus for, shoot, eight years. And uh, spent a lot of time up and down. Cincy, Cleveland, it's, it's a great state. Interesting. All right. Well, damn. Shout out to uh, shout out to the whole Ohio. Then gotta holler at y'all. Looks like uh, looks like your boy is missing out. Damn. Shout <laughs> <laughs> out to the OH. Go to Columbus, man. I'll tell you what. 
You know, you want to go, you want to see Aurora, you know, five, six years in the future, go to Columbus, Ohio, and it's pretty much going to be exactly what, and Aurora's going to be bigger. Really? Huh. Oh, yeah. That, that's what, that's what got me, because I started, uh, that's the whole reason I, I didn't live, like, in Chicago when I moved back from Ohio, because I loved it so much, and Columbus was, like, the jam, like, from, you know, Unity, they were, like, sticking together, there's all these opportunities for growth, and business incubators, like, you know, they want people to stay there, and they, they, they arm their youth to stay there, to, like, start businesses, uh, you know, you know, give them opportunity, and so, it's like, I started to snip around Oswego, neighbors, I started to see what's up, and I started getting to roar, and started to understand that these people, uh, with this, you know, with this, I'm like, alright, that's what they're trying to do here. And, right. and how long you been out here now? Um, well, ten years. Okay, I I kind of I I do forget that you're I do forget that you're not from here technically, like as a you know like a a born and raised guy. Right, but I've been always been a traveling man right. myself, so it's like you know where you kind of feel home. You you like I've always been able to like assimilate my in in my way of like understanding like hey this is a struggle or like what can i do to aid this and, you know that's what i man i said it to a couple people at city hall I'm like look i don't know what it's going to be but i'm like there is there's something here and like i'm going to be a part of it and i'm going to help this you know some way just like i'm going to be a part of this team because it's good it it, it it can be the shining example of all the illinois haters like look i get it like all the illinois haters all the you know people who are upset like yeah Okay, well, this is the biggest, second biggest city besides Chicago, and you know a lot of Chicago's crumbling or you know moving and, or, and and shaking. So here's here's some stuff. Here's a mix of people. Here's three chambers coming together. You know, and maybe in ten years there will be one, or two years, or one year there'll be one. But right now there's three people. You're seeing unity. You're seeing growth. You're seeing technology. Respect for the past. Hmm. That that that's the perfect. That's the perfect. That's the perfect storm, and I've seen it for a while. So there's, it's not even a doubt why this podcast manifested itself, because this is what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, like I'm an author, I'm a writer. Like, yeah, I have to do sales, I have to do these other things. But like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, like I've accepted. Like, lead me, lead me. I'm done trying. I'm trying. You know, and it's hard as shit. Like right now, like, you know, I gotta go into work. Right. Right. You know, but it's like I don't care. I, I don't care if I if I. I have to give up my last breath, and I know that literally every day I expected that greatness that I'm spending the right amount of time with my family, that I have enough in the bank, that I am taking care of my family, that I, you know, have my, you know, things in order. Not, not trying to ball crazy, but like that I have these things going on. And and I fail. Well, hey, I didn't fail because I was shooting for the best literally every day. Right, but we slam dunking now. You know, we like. That's what I mean. You know what I'm saying? We like. You know, we like B.J. Armstrong right when he got on the Bulls. You know what I'm saying? We about to snap. Damn, B.J. Showing our age on the podcast, though. You know what I'm saying? I'll be, I'll be, I'll be Judd Bushler chilling <laughs> in the corner waiting for that, that tray biscuit. Just hit me in the corner, bro. I got that tray. Right. You got nothing but that tray. I'm sitting there. Oh, man. All right. Hell yeah. Well, you know, well, trying to be like Phil Jackson out here. You know what I'm saying? Put the squad together. You know, just, just, just do W's all day. That's it. Just W's. Zen, that's for sure. All right, man. Well, uh, yeah, man. the time is now 8.55 a.m. 
And uh, good morning, Aurora. would like to thank all of you guys for tuning in, checking us out, listening. Aurora's first daily news podcast for local news, interviews, updates, and everything in between. We've been speaking to co-host Big Sal, uh, learning a little bit about the um, Italian side of things in our everyday life going on. And we're talking about uh, restaurants and life. So I hope that you guys have a great rest of this day um, Thursday. We'll see you guys tomorrow, normal time, 8 to 9 a.m. And next week. We got mad interviews coming up. Special guest coming on Tuesday. Do you know who it is? Give you a hint. Aurora downtown. Good morning, Aurora, to us. We out. Peace. Straight up me to do my dance every chance that you give me. Party rock is your shocker of rap technique.